Welcome back to another episode of Comic BS. I hope you are all really, 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 really freaking well. Um, hey guys, guess what? I did that thing again where I'm just like, hey, this book looks interesting based on the front cover, and I picked it up. Another uh, indie comic just uh, sitting there looking like it needed to be read, and holy fucking shit, was it awesome! So awesome that I decided to uh, bust out an episode pretty much straight away and um, chuck it right in front of everything else that I already have ready to go. So um, yeah, without just like honestly get out there and read new books because you never know what you're going to find. Every now and then you might just find a book that's like, ah, yeah, you know, what, you know, four bucks, come on guys, just grab it, who cares? Like if you've got a spare four bucks in your pocket, it's like one cup of coffee, um, just grab a different book and pick it up. If you don't like it, who cares? Whatever. Um, don't, don't buy a crazy one next week, but if you do like it, then fuck yeah, you've just scored yourself an awesome run. So I'm hooked on this. Like, I don't, I don't know how long this book goes for. I don't know what the plans are with it. All I know is that I'm going to be all over this shit. A uh, new one out by Image Comics. Uh, the writer on this book is Jody Lethup, Lehup, Lehup, Jody Oh, fuck that name. Whatever. <laughs> I'll put it in the notes. Uh, the artist on this is Nathan Fox, and the colorist is David Stewart, and the lettering is done by Steve Wands, and the designer of the book is Tom Muller, Miller, Muller, Mueller. And then you've got um, Sebastian Geiner on the uh, editing there. Front cover of the book called The Weatherman. I know what you're all thinking. What the fuck? So, Weatherman, front cover, it's got this dude eating a fuckload of food. Uh, there's a heap of guns pointing at him. Uh, there's a spaceship flying through like what appears to be like a blackish hole, in, which I thought was an eyeball at first when I was looking at it. I'm not quite sure what it is. Uh, it's flying through his hair. It's all primped up and everything. And there's a dog paw in there as well. So, of course, I'm just like, yep, brilliant. This is going to be fucking wicked. So, we go into the book. There's a... Um, a holographic face or an image or something at the top of an old, uh, I want to say, sort of, I don't know, just an old dude. It's, it's hard to tell, sort of, anything else by that. And then next panel down, there's an old lady sitting in the chair staring at the hologram uh, on a little hologram plate there in her apartment uh, or in a house. Uh, then someone opens a door and she's asking for Miss Morgan. So Miss Morgan's a little very humble old lady. Uh, Hello, dear. I didn't hear you come in. Uh, I made sandwiches to take with us, she says to this uh, little lovely little redhead lady that's come in to see her. And then the hologram closes down and they walk out the door together. She's saying, you didn't have to do that. She's like, oh, hush, hush, honey. Um, You know, my, my husband always used to say, a busy mind is a happy mind. And then we go and we work out where we are. So where is this book set? This book is set Mars 2770. So they're driving along the uh, freeway of Mars. It looks pretty like 
stand, like a standard metropolis, uh, you know, fucking buildings, roadways, there's grass green, there's a heap of ships flying around the sky, like a lot more than you would see, um, a heap of spaceships flying around the sky, a lot more than you would see at your normal little uh, everyday spaceship meetup that you might go to, but yeah, you know, I don't know where you're from, I don't know what spaceships fly in the sky, so they're driving down the road, um, you know, you're getting settled in, okay, she's asking, I know that apartment's not very big, and next thing you know, she pushes her little earpiece that appears to be built into her ear, and she's like, oh, fucking blah, 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 sorry, excuse me, Mrs. Morgan, talks to the boss, whatever, she's going to do it tomorrow, and then she's, like, apologizing because her boss doesn't realize the difference between uh, work and leisure. Uh, work balance and life balance. He thinks it's a yoga pose. And the old lady's like, oh, honey, it's okay. I've got lots of friends. Uh, what about you? And she's like, okay, here we are. <laughs> she doesn't want to answer that question about having any friends, clearly. So they drive, driving a really, um, it's a pretty cool looking car, actually. Like the cars up on Mars in 2770 are pretty cool. I would have thought there'd be more hovering cars by now, but you know, I guess sticking wheels on the ground is where it's safe. Uh, then there's a whole heap of people walking into like a like a stadium, such as like screens everywhere. There's a few big ships in the sky. There's some fucking uh, Halo-looking guards there with guns and shit. Everyone's got pretty normal haircuts. They're all pretty regular people by the looks of it. Just moved to Earth, uh, moved from Earth. Um, they're coming in. How many? Uh, the lady says eleven, please. And they pick up a buttload of uh, white roses. They go and they put them down on the ground and there's some candles lit. Uh, she pulls out a pitcher and lays it down as well. She's holding a little pitcher in her arm as she walks in, the old lady, arm in arm with the uh, redhead girl. They walk inside. There's a buttload of people in there and a fuckload of roses and flowers on the ground. Uh, and we turn the page and it appears to be like a memorial to Earth. Like there's a giant Earth in the middle of, of the thing being held up by fuck knows what, floating in the air, uh, we can see the sun looming over, uh, obviously it's going to be a lot hotter there than it would be, um, you know, on Earth, because we're a bit closer, is that right, I don't know, yeah, I think Mars is closer to the sun, I don't fucking know, um, so yeah, it's flying above there, um, just hovering over the sky, and there's a shitload of people there, and then we cut to the next day. Uh, we've got a news anchor lady. She's sitting in the chair in the office. <laughs> Love it. And then everyone's having a freak out because she's just said, "We'll come back when we come back. We'll hear from Nathan Bright with our weather outlook for the day." And we're clear. Where the fuck is he? I don't know if he's not answering. Nathan, Nathan. And they do a cut to what appears to be Nathan's apartment, and he is in his bed. Um, I don't know if anyone notices this, but right up in the top right-hand corner of his apartment, there appears to be a Sir Robot bust, if anyone knows what that is. I think it's what it looks like. It's sort of on the side. It definitely looks like a bust of Sir Robot, but have a look. If you're reading the book, let me know what you think. If that is, uh, if anyone's familiar with that, uh, you will know where it's from, and then there will be an episode about it coming out soon, maybe one where a dragon gets uh, is sucking his own dick. A little hint there for uh, anything else. Uh, he's in bed still, just uh, sleeping. His room's a fucking mess, but it's a pretty lavish room. Uh, there's you know, swords and everything everywhere, a few trophies, um, all that sort of stuff. Uh, he wakes up, good morning, chief. Oh, is it? This screams the little fucking uh, ball that's calling him, and his dog's sitting there looking at him. Now, this is where I fell in love with this dude. He's got his dog there, right in his room. Um, it's the second time this week, get down here now, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm on my way, he's talking to the ball, and the dog jumps onto the bed, and sort of snuggles in with him, uh, it's like, yeah, you better be fucking down here, I see you sweating, 
you know, little fucking thing. So it's like, right on, right on. And then we get like, a, it's like a radio sort of uh, news thing following him around, telling him about what's going on. And it's like, we're getting, catching segments, which gives us a little look into what Mars life is like. So I'll describe the pictures first quickly, and then I'll follow through the news segment. So he's putting some red toothpaste on his toothbrush. He's leaning in front of the mirror and brushing his teeth as he's rocking his lobster boxer shorts and his white T-shirt. Pretty standard-looking bathroom. And then he uses this, I think it looks like the same toothbrush, to brush his dog's teeth. I love it. I fucking love it. Um, I'm going to guess the dog's some form of golden retriever or something like that. But yeah, so then the um, thing, so it's a hyper travel gate to the uh, Daytona Pleasure asteroid will be down for a few more days. So if you're looking to gamble away your hard-earned plugos, that must be the currency there, uh, you may have to find other plans. Uh, Thanks, Dan. So then it's like back to this whole thing here. Uh, The president's annual address to commemorate the attack on Earth erupted in violence yesterday. Families of victims angry over the government's failure to apprehend the sword of God incited those in attendance to... Change the channel. So there's a little thing. So uh, Earth's gone, by the looks of it. Um, And something like, obviously, what has destroyed the Earth is this thing called the sword of God, which... um, I don't really know anything about. I can't even go, hey, spoilers, guess what? Because, yeah, don't really sort of understand that part. But, you know, you get that on the uh, big ones there. So, reports that uh, Nemo use among... Nemo use among Arcadians has more than doubled in the last year, leading Lumarkers to call for interest for increased sentences for so Numo, I'm guessing some Nemo some kind of drug and Arcadians would be maybe the population of Mars I don't really know to be honest it could be the city on Mars uh, so next news report uh, so turn the page we've got him putting on his shoes at his bed the dog sitting there right behind him at the top of the page there. Uh, still a pretty cool-looking apartment. Uh, man, Stixie could live there quite easily. Ironing board's definitely a spaceship. Uh, if anyone picks up on that, that's pretty funny. Um, saying that individuals with psychic abilities are somehow less than human. I mean, come on. We've got to start living and letting live at to some point, right? Amen, brother, says the uh, guy putting on his shoes. Um, and the weatherman. Dog barks. He's like, no. You can't. No, no can do, Sadie lady. You can drive on the way home. And then jumps jumps in the car and takes his dog off to work with him. Cruising along the um, freeway there. Uh, Hello, Red Bay, he says as he drives along. The trams are underneath. It's almost like... um, I I really like the design of this city. It's really cool. Um... So yeah, grab the book uh, from all different comic outlets. I mean, you can you can grab it anywhere, really. Uh, but I'll post a link with the episode of where you can grab it digitally if you need to. But so honestly, I highly recommend grabbing this book. It's fucking awesome. Just the artwork alone is amazing. Um, okay, so somebody's ba- somebody's bacon frownies. Um, all right, he walks into the thing. Everyone's pretty pissed at him. And they start playing with the dog. It's like, come on, man, what are you doing? There's like a weird, weird robot thing. Starts doing his makeup and his hair and everything. Um, all right, everything ready? Okay, yeah, yeah, you better be ready because uh, three, two, one, you are fucking on. Check, check, check. And he's ready to go. He says, hello, Liza, to the news reporter there. Uh, she's really fucking pissed at him. And then he just busts into it. And he is a fucking crazy-ass weatherman. Welcome back, Red Bay. 
uh, mighty Martian metropolis Nathan meteorologist Nathan Bright here getting clever with the weather top of the week we got uh, high temperatures and plenty of sunshine good news if you like to party naked outside and then it cuts to some people outside who are viewing it and this dude's like this dude is fucking crazy and he's doing all sorts of dance moves um as he's still with the weather report there's dude sparking a doobie watching it uh, Thursday, we'll see some of that cold air coming down from the north and punch us right in the face. Wham! And then he starts sort of like wriggling around near his junk and shit and doing like pelvic thrust moves as we cut to a couple inside an apartment there. Uh, it's like uh, rain on Friday will keep most of us indoors. Perfect weather for a trip to the bone zone. <laughs> Love you, babe, says the dude as he kisses his wife as they're watching the weatherman. Um, and then we've got the singing some song about the Mississippi classic says this dude. And then the other guy in the garage says, well, what's a Mississippi? And then the couple of uh, kids are walking past the broadcast, uh, as it's happening live. I think he's kind of cute. Is that weird? Yes. Super weird. Says the other chick. And it's like, yeah, well, Saturday we'll see a few scattered clouds and with a selfie as he takes a photo with, uh, one of the camera operators, it looks like. Side the thing, and then it's like, whoa, weather rules, go salt miners, and then a bunch of dudes inside uh, their apartment are wearing, obviously, salt miners jerseys, they're screaming, yeah, go miners, and then uh, Sunday, temperatures won't get much higher than I am right now, which is pretty high, and then the chick who, the, web, the uh, news anchor chick who was looking pretty pissy with him, sort of uh, giggling behind her piece of paper, all right, guys, can we line so how does he get away with all of this, says the guys. It's like, people think he's fucking funny, man. And then he starts uh, going on about some random shit, and he's like, all right, you know, about a week ago, I got an email from an area doctor who claimed that technically speaking, a grown man can't breastfeed an infant. Turn the page. We'll see about that. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are we watching? I want to actually see this weather port real live. Real live. Yeah, that'll do. Um, then we turn the page, and we got like a, um, uh, it's like a teleporting... Let's, let's explain it. So it's like a satellite. Uh, coming off the satellite is about five or six different shaped rings, and it's it's like a instant teleport wormhole kind of thing. Uh, spaceship shoots out of that. Uh, it's a pretty cool little spaceship with like shark teeth on it and everything, like one of those bombers or something from uh, World War One and World War Two. I think maybe World War One uh, with the big shark bombers and shit. Uh, there's a fucking angry as fuck looking lady piloting it, uh, and they're talking about. Uh, coming up on Mars, getting ready, remember, uh, got to take the target alive, uh, you hear me, alright, let's do that, there's a fucking uh, weird looking guy with uh, some crazy ass hair and a cowboy hat, and he's like, yeah, well, some deaths don't get paid with money, fucking whatever, and then this big motherfucker, skinhead with a beard and shit, and like weird hearing aid coming in around to his nose, almost like he's on venom gas or something, and he's like, yeah, well, we're fucking doing it by the books, you piece of shit, and he's like, that was the fucking deal. Um, you know, stop fucking, give me a break, you piece of shit fucking thing, and then, um, yeah, they have a bit of a Barney, and then it's like, you know, I'm going to get what I'm owed, and then there he is, sitting there, calling some chick again on his phone, this is the weatherman again, sorry, we're back in the thing, and his dog's just laying there on the ground with a toy in his mouth, uh, and, and the chick's uh, obviously not answering his calls, uh, so he's talking to his Sadie, the dog, he's like, oh, looks like it's just me and you again tonight, Sadie baby, Sadie baby. <laughs> which wouldn't be upset. Because, uh, yeah. And so he talks to his dog, same way I talk to Stixie. <laughs> you like noodles in bowls? Yes, no food. I like the noodles in the bowls. Of course you do. Of course you do. Uh, and then someone comes up behind him. It's like, yeah, come on, man. Tomorrow you're going to show up a bit earlier, right? And I need you to change the weather for me because somebody has purchased some sunshine. Um, 
So you can clearly buy weather, which is crazy. I love the idea of that. So they're um, buying good weather so they can have a picnic, these people. So he's got to change the weather report. Uh, Pretty easy to predict the weather if you already know what the fuck it's going to be. So incoming call as he looks at his hand. This is a weird thing. uh, And he goes to see the chick that, um, you know, sort of stood him up or wasn't answering his calls. Walks into a bar, everyone's saying hi to him. Sadie goes up and licks the girl. So he takes his dog with him everywhere. And seriously, this to me is a good dude. Um, the wine sure is going to get called. She pours him a drink. I think she's working there. So they're talking about going out for another date. And then she's like, this doesn't happen to you often, does it? Because going out for chicks with another date. And he's like, no, it does not. <laughs> so uh, he's uh, definitely not the ladies' man. It's always one, one lady, uh, sorry, one date and that's it. Because uh, he's clearly a bit of a... He's a bit of a douche who loves his mutt. Which then says that's good, because if you love your mutt, you're a good bloke. Um, so we were at the uh, weird little restaurant cantina thing, and he's just got all this fucking food in front of him. And he's like, do you always eat like this? He's like, I get nervous when I eat. She's like, you mean you eat when you get... Uh, what are you doing? Like, I'm not going anywhere. What do you got to be nervous about? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah fucking... So he's getting nervous when he's eating there, and... Um... You know, she's not going anywhere, so he starts feeding his dog from the table. He's like, I just don't want, you know, I don't want you to, to like me like that, you know, like the, the weird guy that just goes out with one girl, has his thing, and fucks off with someone else. And she's like, I don't like you like that, Nathan. I don't like you like that at all. Uh, they walk down the thing, and then they're, she's being seen through, they're being seen through like a pair of uh, night vision kind of goggles, um, really cutting edge sort of shit. Uh, and then you see that they've got the chicks holding, packing a gun. On her, on her thigh there underneath her dress. And then the uh, dudes there looking at the people that were on the um, on the ship with their big teeth coming through. We ain't alone. Whoever it is, he's ca- whoever he's with is carrying a fucking whaling 9, 9XR. So, says the big motherfucker. And they point and they click. It's like, all right. What did the freak say? G-Men, looks like uh, we get to do some painting after all white light uh, and then this chick starts fucking clapping like a crazy ass bitch I love it uh, we go into the town it's very like, lit up sort of um, crazy ass shit you can see the big earth rotating in the background they're holding the vigil still uh, so they you know let's check it out it's like, um, chick's like rather not check it out it's like come on we don't have to stay for long let's see you go uh, he's standing there they're waving things it's like hard to believe it's been seven years feels like it just happened last week uh, things I always wonder about is why were we the cho- why were we chosen? Why were they chosen and not us? You know, why do we get to go on? Um, you know, there's a plan, part of a larger design. He says, uh, he sort of is like, oh fucking hell, it's just chaos. We, you know, who really knows what's going on? And then the chicks there, just like looking really sort of, I don't know, sad. I guess she's obviously lost a few people. They go back to the apartment. He's like, ah, oh, sorry, I feel like such a jerk. I can't take. Can't, can't take, I can take you home if you want. She's like, no, 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 it's all right. It's fucking grief. I'll recover. Uh, so they're in the apartment. They're just sort of talking about, you know, if they lost anyone. He's like, yeah, everybody, I guess. She's like, you guess? It's like, yeah, you know, I don't really like to think about it too much. You just kind of keep the past the past. You know, what's done is done, right? Can't, can't, you know, change anything. And then he's sort of looking a bit sad. She's looking a bit like, you know, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you, you clearly lost the people. The dog's there. It's all he matters about. He's got his dog. Who cares? Um, you know, maybe it's crazy to think like that. But, you know, it helps me live in the moment. You know, when you know, then I can help other people do the same. I think that's important because, uh, you know, the moment's all we really have. And he's grabbing his dog's face. And this bit fucking killed me. You turn the page. 
and the dog gets his fucking head blown off, and I'm just like, holy shit, like, I just wanted this dog to be there forever, and, you know, dies in the first issue, I'm just like, oh, and I was sitting there at the time, and I was reading it with Stixie, and I was like, oh, man, this is fucked, it gave him a massive cuddle, and it really, really got me, so, um, be warned, as you turn that page, you will see a dog get its head blown off, and you see it. Uh, he screams, he grabs his dog, he's like, fuck, Sadie. She screams, Nathan, get down, what's happening, Fitch? Talks into her earpiece, pulls out her gun. Uh, hostiles are closing in, protect the target until uh, our team arrive on the roof. Move, 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 move. Guns fucking come flying in, she grabs him, throws him off the couch, the dog hits the ground like a sack, and I was like, oh man. Uh, the dude, the cowboy looking motherfucker with his big handlebar mustache comes in, guns are fucking blazing, he's like, storms are coming, bitch, storms are coming. Uh, he's like, freeze, guns are blazing. Um, Heap of dudes come up behind him, and then um, everyone's got their guns up against him. On the ground, says a heap of soldiers, and he's like, afraid I'd see things a bit differently, boys. And you see him fucking get all the detail about uh, what their weapons are holding, where to shoot, what to do and stuff, and then fucking drop him, they say. And he goes, yeah, but don't worry. Shoots off a heap of fucking bullets that I hope sound better than because otherwise that's just really sad. Um, and then next thing you know, everyone hits the ground. It's like, uh, I ain't going to kill you. But she is, and then the fucking chick drops out of the fucking plane called the Disco Queen. Beep, beep, put a good disco. Uh, and she drops out of the big fucking spaceship. Uh, Nathan's still clawing across the floor trying to get to Sadie, who is unfortunately really fucking dead. Uh, roof team, so she's, uh, redhead chick with a gun talks into her earpiece again, uh, and she hears that the roof team has been compromised. Agent Cross, I'm on my way. It's like, hurry, Fitch, not sure I can. And then uh, big bang explosion, the big motherfucker with the hair, no hair and the beard and the weird nose thingy comes through the fucking wall. It's like, time to pay the fiddler, weatherman. And then people, she turns around, she starts fucking shooting at Nathan. Nathan's like, what the fuck? And then he pulls out these big ass fucking like cleaver knife thingies. They're fucking massive blades on, um, just fucking awesome ass blades on bits of fucking broke down metal and shit. Uh, so she's uh, she quickly bends down. She picks up a fucking um, meat cleaving two prong fork and a knife off the ground. Uh, she brings into action, loses a shoe at the time. And she starts fighting this big fucking mountain monster motherfucker. Slides in under his legs. He swings his fucking tomahawks. So big fucking oversized tomahawks over the thing, cuts through fucking concrete with him, uh, she gets uh, one stab in the thigh with his fucking, oh, back of the kneecap, sorry, in the side of the kneecap with the, the prongs, and then tink, 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 misses, and then sl- with the knife, and then fucking slashes his Achilles with the other one, can't get through the armor, so he goes for the Achilles there, uh, too slow princess, he says as he grabs her fucking leg and swings her into the rest of the wall, fucking bam, she's down, he picks her up, starts fucking choking her out, he's got to wring her little neck, but he wants a fucking bastard to hear, and then fucking sword, right through his fucking chest from behind, everything goes red while he's fucking holding her up in the air, blood splatters everywhere, uh, he hits the ground, did a uh, sort of fucking sack of shit, uh, he's Nathan screams, leave my fucking girlfriend alone, drops the fucking sword to the ground. She's sort of crying as she looks up at Nathan. He starts crying and holding on to his dog, Sadie, Sadie. And then you just hear this fucking gun get cocked. Nathan Bright. Gun gets pointed at Nathan's head while he's fucking holding on to Sadie, his poor little fucking dog. Uh, He's crying into her fur. And then the chick who was on a date with, has got the gun against Nathan's head, it says, you're under arrest for the murder of 18 billion men, women, and children. And then there's a whole heap of fucking soldiers around him holding the guns against him. 
and to be continued in Weatherman number two. And it just leaves you thinking, like, what the fuck? Was it Nathan that killed everyone? Like, why did his dog have to die? And I am fucking hooked for the next issue already. I have to know what fucking happens. I have to know if Nathan did it. I have to know if he had anything to do with it or he's been set up. Like, it's, oh, fuck me. Like, seriously, Weatherman. Go out, buy it, grab it, read it, fucking whatever. Um, if you can't, buy it, read it, grab it, whatever. Hook me, hit, 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 hit me up. I'll fucking get it for you. I'm that excited. I'm stuttering like a motherfucker. Um, seriously, such a good book. It is just amazing. Hey, lady, what's your dog? Don't let it get shot. Yes, I'm sitting in the van. Uh, so, guys, that was uh, Weatherman Issue 1 by Jody Leehup. So, uh, you found me again on the iTunes or wherever, or the fucking Stitcher, or the fucking SoundCloud, or the Google Play, or whatever. You might have even gone to the website, www.newpodworldorder.com. We've got a new um, uh, merchandise store up and running now, or soon, I don't know, uh, I can't remember. I'll have to have a look at it myself. There's some stuff on there I'm going to buy, and... You guys should buy it as well. Uh, buy if you buy yourselves a fucking comic BS T-shirt. Why not? Um, wear my face and my dog's face on your chest. Uh, okay, guys. I um, yeah. If there's, I don't think there's anything else left for me to plug. If you want to hit me up, you know where you can reach me. Uh, check the notes for this show. But yeah, the BG Boy or Comic BS at Twitter, or you can even hit me up at uh, Comic BS at iCloud for the emails. Um, send me through your questions and more. So, guys, I guess that's all the comic BS I have for this week. I have been Beach. Peace out, motherfuckers. So far, left nothing, hanging by a memory. No stars to give me one whistle so lost in the dark. Feels like I'm getting in from the outside. Oh.
new pod.